your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And I would like to once again thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day. And today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked on sent you. And as always, you can find Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. In today's episode, we will be breaking down tonight's, or when you're listening to this, last night's win against the Toronto Maple Leafs. All the good, the tiny bit of bad that I saw in this game as well as taking a quick updated look at where the Hurricanes now stand in the Metro Division and the league as a whole. So getting on into this game, there was a lot to love from the Hurricanes in this game. Obviously, first things first, the Hurricanes won 4-1. Yay! <laughs> the Hurricanes now continue their undefeated streak. They are now 5-0-0. Oh, and oh. They are one of four teams left in the NHL that are still unbeaten unbeaten at time of recording. Along with them, the Florida Panthers, the St. Louis Blues, and Edmonton Oilers. Who will be the last one standing? We'll just have to wait and see on that. But that's obviously a debate for another time. In this game, I think the Hurricanes played a really good team game. This was a game where they just really all seemed to rally behind their goaltender, Frederick Anderson, who we'll talk about at length later in the episode. But again, it was just a really, really good team game tonight. You had got your top guys producing like Sebastian Ajo and Andre Svechkov, and then you had guys further down the lineup, Nino Niederreiter, Steven Lor. Lawrence, Lawrence, he said in post-game he can say both. He responds to both, so I'll just say whatever I happen to say. But you had guys all over the lineup producing tonight, and that is what I want to see from this team. I want to see my top guys producing like Sebastian Ajo and Andre Svechnikov. And you can throw Nino in there as well. And then you have Stevie coming in there and producing as well. He did make a comment in his post-game interview at the podium where that I really liked, and he knows his role on this team. He he knows you know he's not a guy that's going to go out and score 50, 40, 50 goals a year. He's there to create lanes, to give energy and stuff like that. He is a puzzle piece to take the words from him. And he knows where he fits in this puzzle for the Hurricanes. 
but I really like him and how he was able to produce tonight. And that was his first goal of the season. It was his third career goal. And how can you not like the kid? Uh, he, he's, he's a really good kid, and you like to see his stuff going for him. That uh, shot of him during, I believe it was, I forget which intermission it was. I think it was the second intermission. Yeah, it was the second intermission because he scored in the third in the second period. Uh, him with his puck and his smile. I, again, how can you not love the kid? But moving on from that, other stuff that I did like in this game is there was a lot less turnovers in this game. That had been an issue for the team of just dumb mistakes leading to turnovers. You didn't see that as much in this game. There obviously were some. There always will be. But like I said, I wanted to see the Hurricanes just take a step in the right direction in this game. And they did. Again, less turnovers, less dumb penalties. There were definitely, obviously, some penalties called against the Hurricanes. Some of them were definitely pretty questionable. And we'll talk about one of them later on because that was really funny. Um, but yeah, they, they did what I wanted them to do tonight. All your guys were contributing. You had less turnovers, less mistakes. You had some really good chances there in that first period. There was that Svetch double doink, uh, and that ended up not going in. But Toronto ended up scoring first and had the lead heading into the second period. And that really, I think the Hurricanes were caught off guard almost by how fast the Leafs came out in this game, which I, you knew they would. It's Toronto. They're going to play fast. You have to play fast against them. But I think like Hurricanes were caught off guard a little bit. And that Austin Matthews wraparound goal, which actually ended up being his 200th career goal. So, I mean, at the end of the day, congratulations. That is a pretty big milestone. Even if he's not really my favorite player at all, it is a really big milestone. So, obviously, you do have to tap your stick him on that but that really came off of kind of a careless mistake by Ethan Bear on the boards and it just left led to that wraparound from Austin Matthews and yeah after that you know the Hurricanes really just seemed to kind of get in the groove of things more and even though they didn't have the lead in that first period I did think they were the better team they just seemed to have their stuff together more I guess you would say and then heading into the second period is where things obviously just opened up for the Hurricanes and things just really fell apart for Toronto and they're they're really struggling this year to say the least but you know in the second period you had Sebastian Ajo notch yet another goal on the season for him that was his fourth He's now had a, he has a five-game point streak and a three-game goal streak. Then you had, obviously, Stevie scored his goal, and then Nino scored his second of the year as well, all in that third period. And what I alluded to earlier with the Nino goal was (laughs) Jacob Slavin got called for a penalty tonight, and it wasn't. You know, like last year where it was the delay of a game penalty. It wasn't like that either. He got called for tripping. Really, It was definitely a bit of a soft call. 
not gonna lie, but is Jacob Slavin a dirty player? Is Jacob Slavin a goon? What is happening? But jokes aside, you know, whenever he came out of the box, he came out with some fire because he got that puck and he gave an amazing pass to Nino, which led to a goal. It, it very it it Slavin obviously didn't score the goal. But it did remind me of that Justin Falk playoff goal from a few years ago when he came out of the box, got the puck, and went down and scored uh, in that second-round series against New York in the 18-19 season. It, it very much reminded me of that. Instead, you know, this was he got the puck, he made a pass, and that pass led to a goal. Uh, but, yeah, I really, really like that. And obviously, the third period... Svetch ended up notching his fifth goal of the year on an empty netter, and that was another period where just the Hurricanes were really just dominating the Leafs and just just kind of having their way with the game. They they played their game. They did. It was very much like we talked about in some of the early games, the New York game, the Nashville game. Columbus, Montreal, where the Hurricanes were just able to force the other team to play their type of game and the Hurricanes were able to control things. That was very much how things went in the third period. Is just same old, same old. And then obviously Svetch ended up getting an empty netter and the rest is history. Hurricanes win 4-1. to one. And the Hurricanes... Their penalty kill was really great tonight. They obviously stopped all three of Toronto's power play chances, but the Hurricanes also had three power play chances tonight as well. They did not score on any of them tonight, which was fine. I mean, their power play looked good. Not as good as it had in the previous games, but it still looked good, again, especially compared to years past where their power play was just really, really really struggling I think yeah this was it was so good you know it's just good not great not outstanding or that it was just good but the great thing from this game was goaltending Freddie Anderson that was the big story heading into this game and we'll talk about Freddie and this game right after this quick break folks Bet Online is back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of basketball season and with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball, football, postseason baseball, NHL, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for all the other good stuff. 
Well, I want to tell you a simple way to get all of that entertainment you love without that hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more about Direct TV Stream at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, folks, we are back. And in our previous segment, we're just kind of running down you know, big things that I liked and little things I didn't like from last night's game against Toronto. But a big thing for this game was Freddie Anderson playing his former team. And like I mentioned in the previous segment, the team really just rallied around Freddie tonight or last night. And they just made sure this guy was going to have a good game and he was going to have a win. Because over the past four games, to start the season, he has bailed them out a lot. And this was a game where they, like I mentioned before, they just played a really good team game. Guys, top to bottom, were doing their job. And they made sure that, again, Freddie had a good game. And it, he is the obviously off to a phenomenal start. He is off to a 5-0-0 start. He's first player in franchise history, even going back to the Whalers days, has ever done that. He's the second player in NHL history to get off to a 5-0-0 start, again, in NHL history. And I think that's really, really big because you, know, you look at where he's at right now. He leads the NHL with five wins. He's, again, 5-0-0. With a 1.60 goals against average and 9.46 save percentage, the guy is playing phenomenal hockey. And I know, again, you know, I do ramp things up on social media, of course, yeah, you know, because again, you got to get the clicks and and whatnot. But he, he's really winning me over. Um, it still a lot of hockey left to play this season and I think that he def if he can keep this up he very well could be what the hurricane that missing piece that the hurricanes needed to really be a Stanley Cup team and I think you know right now it lot last game you know he just posted against Toronto 24 25 with a nine nine six oh save percentage again he leads the leagues in wins he's fifth in the league in save percentage he's sixth in the league in goals against average which actually the previous stat i just mentioned goals against and save percentage former hurricane james primer is number one in both of those that is what it is uh i believe he just now played his first game with san jose but Again, that's beside the point. You know, go listen to Locked On Sharks for that. But I think, you know, with Freddie, he he's really 
calm and level-headed. He doesn't let things get to him. He's not out there doing anything crazy and letting his emotions get the best of him. And I think if he can continue this for for the season and not drop off like he has in the past, not let injuries get the best of him, not let – just not fall into the same things that happened in Toronto, I think, again, he could be what the Hurricanes need. And you have Auntie Ranta there waiting in the wings to get his first start of the season, which I think he's going to get one in the, one of these back-to-back games coming up later in the week. I, me- I know I mentioned that a little bit in one of the previous episodes. I forget which, but I know I mentioned it. I, I think well, like I think we could see Freddie on Thursday against Boston. I think that's where we'll see Freddie and we'll see Auntie on Friday against Chicago. That's what I would do. I think Freddie's earned another start after tonight, but definitely on the back-to-back, you got to get Auntie Ronta in there. you got to get him in there sometime this week. And for the Hurricanes, players have been saying, they obviously are going to say you know, positive things, but you know, they're saying that they're liking what they're seeing out of him. He's very much like Freddie, of just calm, cool, level-headed. He's going you're basically going to be seeing the same thing you're seeing from Freddie, which, again, they're going to say that, but we'll have to wait and see. I think Chicago's a good test there. It's not, well, Boston isn't the Boston we've seen in years past. I think they're very much in the same boat as Toronto. It's like, okay, they have all of this power there, and they could flip things at the drop of a hat, and you don't know what you're going to get. Like I said, they're not the Boston we know right now, but same with Toronto. You didn't know what you were going to get tonight. Are you going to get that team that was feeling the pressure, was hungry to get a win? They just got blown out by Pittsburgh. Like, Are you going to get a team that's hungry to bounce back from that, or are you going to get a team that couldn't necessarily handle the pressure? Obviously, you got a team that couldn't necessarily handle the pressure there, and Things are continuing to melt down in Toronto. <laughs> Obviously, Freddie you know, was asked you know, about the problems there that Toronto is having. He said he's not concerned about that. He's only concerned about what's going on here. And definitely got to chuckle all of that. Don't really know why you'd ask that, but you know, that is what it is there. But like I said, heading into Boston, I think Freddie gets that start there. And then you give Auntie Friday against... Um, Chicago, and then frankly, I could see Auntie Ranta going again on Sunday against Arizona, against his former team. That's personally how I think this, the rest of this homestand is going to go because the Hurricanes, they obviously opened it up with a nice strong W, and hopefully they will be able to continue that on Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. But that is just something we will have to wait and see how things go. You can't fast forward time through that because the TVA will come and get you if you do. But with tonight's win, the Hurricanes obviously moved up in division standings and league standings. So we definitely got to take a look at where the Hurricanes are standing now as far as they are in the Metro Division 
and in the NHL as a whole. And we will dive into that stuff right after this. This episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's now absolutely impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have warehouse, you have computers with access to rockauto.com right now at your home and even in your pocket or your hand. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more on the same parts from that chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years now. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find all the solution to all of your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Don't forget, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now diving into the standings for the Metropolitan Division and the NHL as a whole. You know, heading into this game, or heading into today, I should say, the New York Rangers were sitting atop the Metro Division, but with the Carolina Hurricanes winning tonight, they have now taken the top spot in the metro division so that is phenomenal they are sitting atop the metro at 5-0-0 obviously with 10 total points you do have washington close behind them with a 4-0-2 record also with 10 points new york rangers are now in third with a 4-2-1 record and nine points and then we'll dive through the rest of the metro as well then you have pittsburgh at 3-0-2 at eight points Columbus at 4-2-0 and, and 8 points. The New York Islanders have now jumped out of last place in the Metro and are now at 3-2-1 and, and 7 points. The New Jersey Devils, no surprise, down near the bottom at 3-1-0 with 6 points. But to be fair, they've only played 4 games. So we'll see how that ends up shaping up. Again, it is still super early in the season. And then you have the Philadelphia Flyers at 2-1-1. And with five points. So again, just diving around the rest of the league. Montreal finally got two points. They won the other night. They're now at 1-5-0. They're still at the bottom of their division. You do have Vegas at the bottom of their division as well. They're sitting at 1-4-0 and two points. With Seattle just ahead of them at 1-4-1 with three points. They're definitely not looking like Vegas, dude, when Vegas first came into the league but looking at the nhl as a whole as no surprise you do have the unbeaten teams sitting atop the nhl florida panthers they played the most games out of all of those teams so of course they're going to be at the top at 6-0-0 with 12 points then you have st louis in second and us in third and edmonton 
and fourth all tied for that second position really then you have washington in fifth again at 4-0 and 2 and 10 points the biggest prize in my opinion the buffalo sabers sitting there at six at four one and one and nine points new york rangers at four two and one and nine points san jose sharks at four one and oh and eight points pittsburgh three oh and two and eight points and then minnesota rounding out the top 10 at four one and oh also with eight points i did see a thing uh that the nhl had posted where they were talking about like biggest surprise of the season so far and a lot of people are saying san jose but honestly for me it's buffalo like everyone is, was expecting buffalo to automatically just be in last oh the season started they're out of the playoffs they're contending for a lottery pick and you guys all know the jokes you guys all know them but i think for me just seeing them come out and be a top 10 team in the league like whether or not this lasts you know we'll see you know i don't think it will uh but i'm just enjoying this ride for buffalo while it lasts honestly because those fans they have suffered a lot and just to see them happy for at least part of a season is it's really nice, and like I said, for me, it's the Buffalo being the biggest surprise of the season so far. But looking around at the other games from tonight, Monday, October 25th, the Carolina Hurricanes, again, they won their games 4-1. to one. The Sabres beat the defending champion Lightning 5-1. to one. The Capitals beat the Senators 7-5. to five. The Panthers beat the Coyotes 5-3. to three. The Flames beat the Rangers 5-1. to one. Hint why the Hurricanes overtook first in the division. The Blue Jackets beat the Stars 4-1. to one, And the Blues shut out the Kings 3 to nothing. And tomorrow's game, I know a lot of you guys enjoy watching other teams. With a big one being New Jersey because of Dougie Hamilton. They're playing Calgary tomorrow. So make sure you go watch Calgary. Uh hopefully lose to New Jersey and Dougie, but we'll see. You can go check out Locked on Devils and Trey over there for all the Dougie Hamilton talk. And make sure you guys are following Locked on Hurricanes on social media at LO underscore Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I do want to thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day. And now that I've been your first listen. Go listen to Locked on Fantasy Hockey for your second listen of the day. And as always, again, follow Locked on Hurricanes on social media. And in tomorrow's episode, we will be diving into some fun Halloween-type segments. I got some stuff cooked up for you guys on that. So look forward to that tomorrow, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.